Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher. I am joined this week by Harry Jobson, as Present. per usual. And joining us again, finally, after a very long hiatus, Mr. Barney Metcalf. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! It's like you never left, mate. And this Boy's week... We are going to be discussing the career of Edgar Wright, well, the first half. Uh, so that's going to include A Fistful of Fingers, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And then next week, we're going to cover the second half, which is The World's End, Baby Driver, the Sparks Brothers documentary he made, and Last Night in Soho. Uh, mainly because we didn't have anything else to do and... I also want to just talk about these films because I haven't seen some of these films in years. So I want to talk about them because they're really, uh, I think this is going to be, we're going to be very positive about certain films. I feel like, I feel like we're going to disagree at certain points and we're going to don't, I think in the latter oh, half, in, is the, in, in the next episode, there's going to be some headbutting. I think. It's gonna, but as a general sort of statement, I think we all love Edgar Wright. Yeah, I mean, pretty much for me, he's he's I, my. I, I think it's it's worth saying that he's my he's my favorite film director, um, and has been for some time. Yeah, and I've I've been known mm. to say that as well. We all love him Man, in our own special ways. I wouldn't say Edgar Wright is my favorite. He's certainly top five Fuck for me. You. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> continue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I was like quietly nodding, being like, "Okay, yeah, fair enough, top five, that's respectable." And then Harry just fuck you. <laughs> hey, David Finch is my favorite. Okay, I don't think you can take. I mean, any, that's, that's no, pretty you decent. You can't. You can't have any qualms with that. Edgar Wright, and I do know, and I've talked to people who they like Edgar Wright, but they don't like love him like I do. And it's always interesting to talk to people who just don't connect with his films in a way. And I find it interesting because I think Edgar Wright. I mean, to sort of start off with his career's Fistful of Fingers, uh, which is his sort of debut film, very low like budget. It wasn't a student film, was it? It was kind I of. I don't he, believe he, it was. It, but yeah, it's effectively it, the equivalent. It, was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a, a student, I don't think. It had a budget of fifteen thousand USD. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's like the equivalent of a student film, but yeah. yeah. Um, if, he were, if he were a student at the time, yeah, it would have been. It would, yeah. And um, I mean, I didn't find the time to rewatch it, but I don't have much to say on it. Other, really, it's it's like it's it's funny. It's I mean, I'm it's not I'm not I don't think I'm saying anything controversial by saying it's his worst film. <laughs> like I think that's yeah, fairly, no, I don't think you're upsetting anyone. Fairly, with that. Um, but yeah, yeah, Fistful of Fingers. You know, it's it's very much in that same sort of school as like Cannibal the Musical that Trey Parker made, and, and sort of oh, yeah. films from that ilk as well. Yeah, I I, I I respond really well to low budget filmmaking. Just in general, like regardless of the quality of the film, I always appreciate filmmakers who they've got like a fucking minuscule budget and they just do whatever they, you know, they just do stuff with it. Oh you know, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the the fact that it's like, they were, oh, I could make a film like this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the fact that they were like that he used the fifteen thousand dollar budget, which is something that, I mean, if you got five people our age you could probably pull together to make they use like the the fact that it has a low budget to play into the comedy 
like the fucking the horses. Yeah, I, I think there's a, a weird <laughs> charm to the low budget of it, and I don't know why, but I I do it. I I think it does work nicely with the film in that it's quite you know it is quite a scrappy film. And... I really appreciate the British accents in the Western setting as well. It's just a bunch of Englishmen <laughs> out there in the West. Uh, so, yeah, they're, and they're, they're wandering around somewhere that's clearly in, like, the West of England rather yeah. than, you know, America. Yeah, they're not in the West at all. It's, like, the forest. and It's, it's like Gloucester. <laughs> I, 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 should, I think I should also mention um, his, like, a short film he did a few years before. Um, it's, like, Dead Right, which is, like, the kind of precursor to him doing Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Uh, he, he but I, I think bo- both of them... I think that Fistful Fingers is slightly better than that, but both of them do show a hell of a lot of potential. Right now, actually, but I've, I'm, I'm aware of it. Watch. Yeah. Um, mm. There are you know, flashes of genius, but it's kind of not been fully refined yet. And I think to say that Spaced was only a couple of years after Fistful of Fingers, he's refined the style really well, and I think it's just kind of about having the the resources. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna, I mean, I give a fistful of fingers a six out of ten. Yeah, uh, I think that's it's... fair. Um, I see. I, I've gone slightly, but I've got six point five because I think there are some genuine. I, I I do laugh at it. I do think there are some funny gags. In there. Oh yeah, I was. I I thought it was really funny. I I was saying to William a little earlier that I think the funniest parts of the film aren't the bigger gags, but are the smaller ones, the ones that are a bit more. Yeah, subtle. like the one that I re- I most remember cameras like moving towards the edge of a cliff and, and it says a sign edge of the frame of and then it pans across and there's a sign that says end of frame that quickly pans back away yeah I, I thought yeah but, but it's quick ones like uh, that or or the the scene where he's facing off like <laughs> facing off with the guy and he's just waving at him and he's not reacting at all <laughs> or the the finger guns or whatever those <laughs> are the funny ones so the, where, where you take um it instead of the one where they're all closing the door. I use that as an example. The one where they're all closing, and the couple goes behind the door, but there's no walls, and I'm like, eh. I, I, yeah, like I, a... right, really... I was like, that uh, is great at visual humor. Uh, yeah, six point five is what I give it. Yeah. yeah. All right, so... Captain, my Captain, direct us into the next film because <laughs> that was short. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I guess things. just quickly touch on uh, that. Actually, that's a bit of a tangent. Yeah. So I guess Harry, have you seen Spaced? Uh no. You, sh- you should, mate. You right. should. I am not well, cultured. yeah. I mean, c- we. I I want to quickly talk about space because I I really like space. It'll be I think wrong space is all- Yeah, I mean, it's basically where Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg. They definitely they they knew each other prior to the the space, right? Yeah. Like, that's what- I think they were both. They first met working on a thing called Asylum. Yeah, Jessica Hines and Simon Pegg wrote space, yeah. and they kind of thought, "Oh, can we get Edgar Wright in?" Because they yeah. they were like, "Oh, yeah, we've worked before. He's 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 good." And then yeah, that's kind of where they started collaborating. And I mean, it's where a yeah. lot of the people that will appear in I this mean, film. Yeah, it's got Nick Frost in there. Um, you got, I mean, all the main cast except for Twist have cameos in the other Cornetto. Yeah, they've, they've all appeared in some capacity. Um, yeah, except yeah. Twist, right? She didn't appear in it. Yeah, Twist was never in it. Yeah. Which is a, a shame because I feel like you you could have gotten them all. I feel like you would have worked in there somewhere. I think even just as like a zombie in in Hot Shot of the Dead. When they got but, fucking wait, tires and as a zombie in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, exactly. So wait, Harry, do you know what Space is? Like, have yeah, it's you the British heard sitcom. of it at all? I've I've seen um I've seen like <laughs> clips of it online, That's... but I've never watched. Yeah, 
yeah, spaced is very much like you can see the DNA of Edgar. Like they do like a zombie sort of. It's not an epi- It's not an outright zombie parody. It's more just got like there's zombie. So an episode where Simon Pegg's character takes too much speed and plays Resident yeah. Evil. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. That's but and there's like there's like a paintball episode, which is probably my favorite episode of the whole show. Yeah, it's it's great. I I really love Spaced. I think it's it's really funny too. I think Nick Frost's character Mike. Like that was I. Mike, yeah, I think probably my favorite bit is where he's talking about the time he drove a tank to fucking Disneyland or yeah, Euro, or, or Disney, Euro Disney, Disney, as it was then called. Yeah, it's such. Yeah, and I think it it does feel very like it's very small and. But anyway, Ed- Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg have kind of said that the whole kind of thing the show is built on is doing Hollywood action movies yeah. and stuff in suburban London. <laughs> Yeah, um, which is kind yeah, of where the Cornetto trilogy comes from as well, but with the you know, yeah, bit more behind it, it's it's good, Harry. You should you should really watch it. One of my favorite shows. You should watch it, Harry. Yeah, really like it. um, I give the series a nine out of ten. I mean, I'm I'm gonna yeah. give my first ten out of ten of this. <laughs> episodes. <laughs> yes, first ten. Well, uh, will it just be the one more? Will there be others? But well, should we move on to? Yeah, uh, to Shaun of the Dead, the second uh, best so Cornetto re- trilogy film. Just oh. Oh, that's a leading, it's a leading. Well, I think, I, think I may be incorrect, but do we all? Th- I feel like do we all think that that this is the second best one of the trilogy? Um, I definitely. I, I, I should preface it saying it's my second favorite. I think I, it's the best. I, I think it's yeah. I think from an objective point, I know there's no such thing as objectivity in film, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I think this is the best film Edgar Wright has made. I mean, I, th- I think it's the best film other. that has ever been made in general. Oh, that's a... I, th- I think this film might genuinely definitely be It is by far the best horror comedy I've ever seen. It's by far the best zombie the film that involves anything to do with oh, zombies. It's definitely the best zombie film. Yeah. Although Evil Dead 2, I would put up there as zombie a contender, but no, this, is, <laughs> this is much better. The Zombieland series. <laughs> I, I like I like Zombieland, yeah, but it's not. Know why, but you know, it's not Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is a contender for like the best film ever made. I'd probably put it if I was to try and be objective really? again. I'd probably put it in. It's not my favorite, but I think it's the best film. I don't think it's objectively Edgar better than, than. I I think there are maybe two. I think this film that are bet in Edgar Wright's filmography that are better. Oh man! Oh man! Okay. I I I like another one more, but I think this is yeah. So, but I think this is the better film, and and the reason why this isn't my favorite is because there's one other that I connect with more and I get more out of than Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. But I would say Shaun of the Dead is the better film. Okay, let me let me repreface. I think there is one better film. And then there's another film I like more than this, although I love Shaun okay. of the Dead. And we'll get into Shaun of the Dead. I think Shaun of the Dead is. I I rewatched it last night, and it's the first time I've watched it in like three, four years. Like I I have I don't remember the last time I've seen it, but I've seen it like four or five times now, I think. And I was because I've recently been going through my IMDb ratings, all my ten out of tens, and seeing and rewatching them and seeing if they're worth like bumping down. Um, and I was very worried about this because I was like, I haven't seen this film in years. Will it hold up? 
few minutes in, I'm like, nah, this is this is a perfect movie. I can't fault this. Can't. And I by the end, I was like, yep, cool. This is just one of the best movies that has ever been made. So uh, I should actually. What, what's our history with seeing the, this film? When, when yeah. did you guys first watch it? Um, so this wasn't my first Edgar Wright. Hot Fuzz was my first Edgar Wright film. Yeah, what Scott Pilgrim I think was, I think, my so. first film that I watched of Edgar Wright. Like because it is somewhat mm. kid friendly that I was able to. Um, I mean, kind. It's 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 more more it's so more, than his other yeah. films, I guess. I don't know. I I I think it may have been. I remember I was probably about seven when i first watched shawn of the dead and or or eight and i was terrified like like my siblings had it on because i grew up with older siblings and they thought it was hilarious i mean so did i but i I never terrified of zombies like i was like oh oh." but then like once you watch it you're like oh no this is hilarious like it really it's really not that scary like the the scenes where he's in the where he's in the bar and he turns the light on and there's just zombies, so he just pulls the blind down and turns it back off and leaves. Hot Fuzz was Hot Fuzz was one of those films I watched when I was getting into films, and Shaun of the Dead was sort of soon after that. But like, nah, this was. See, I, I remember when, so I guess covering the Cornetto trilogy as a whole. Um, I, the first one I watched was Hot Fuzz, and it was I think I was twelve. It was shortly after my family moved from Perth to Melbourne. It was a few weeks after we we uh, in Melbourne, and mm. my dad. It was Friday night. We were, you know, family was like, "Oh, let's watch a film." And my dad was like, "Oh, we were going through Netflix." And I was like, "Oh, Hot Fuzz. We should watch that. Um, it's a good film." Um, so we did, and I, you know, really enjoyed that. And then I I found out it was part of a trilogy, and I was like, "Well, I've got to watch the other ones." Those kind of became like comfort films for me in a way. Um, mm, so I, I have yeah. a very strong emotional connection to these films just because it was a, a trying time. You know, yeah. my life changed quite a bit. Mm. Uh, and these films were a, you know, a silly, goofy you know, blanket. <laughs> um, yeah. And as a result, um, I, I, re- I revisit these films every couple of years. Um, yeah. And like, you um, know, they, they never lose their touch for me. Probably watch them like twice yeah. a year. That's crazy to me. Like, I, I, but I, I, I sometimes like this set. This is gonna sound. You rewatch all three of them. No, no. You sorry. You re. No, okay. No, no. Like I'll, I'll watch Hot Fuzz more than the others. Harry, sort of. What are your feelings on zombie stories in general? Fucking hate them. Um, I despise them. They're so <laughs> shit. Like, like, and it's such a boring. Like lame <laughs> zombie-based video games, I can't stand to play. Even Call of Duty, like I'll do it if we're having fun, but I'd rather play like multiplayer. So you've never played The Last of Us, then? No, I have played The okay. Last of Us. Zombie stories <laughs> in general. This is why I love Shaun of the Dead because it it's just such a laugh, because and it really made me interested in something to do with because it's like oh. these are waves of drones that are after you, Barney. We talked about Evil Dead. A few months ago now, fucking hell, yeah, that was so long ago. ago now. Um, yeah, zombie stories. I don't have the hatred that Harry has for them. Um, I just don't love them. And like, honestly, like, I'm trying like zombie stories. I love. I love the the Simpsons episode where they did zombies. That was a great episode. Zombies, yeah, it's That's fucking great. Yeah, The Last of Us. I think the games are great. Although the games aren't like the, they don't have the greatest story. They're just really fun to play, um, which I fit and the TV show, which I thought was all right. Uh, but I mean, Shaun of the Dead is 
far and away the best piece of like zombie media that has ever been yeah, created. I, I agree. And I, I mean, think it's because it's not focusing only really... on the zombies, really. I mean, yeah, they're in the film, but they're not about. You know, the film's not about. It's, them. it's yeah, which is, I mean, too fair. What zombie stories should be? It's like they're not yeah. really about. You use them as a backdrop to tell I mean, character uh, stories. To say I, I love it, I don't think it's because of there's any of the zombie stuff. No, no, no like, so like they, they honestly, the part the honestly film. with all the Cornetto trilogy, for me, I don't like because the Hot Fuzz is about the police is that is you know like a police film, but it's not because of the police stuff that I like. I love that film, and same with the World's End and the Alien stuff. I don't really, you know, it's I mean, that, that World's End is a bit more, connection to it. Yeah, that's a bit different, but yeah, Shaun of the Dead is it's. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, I don't even know where to start with it. Like that's the problem. I, I mean, I'm writing an article. I, 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 I guess the place where I can start is you said you got a few minutes in, and you know, bam, you're in. There's only been few circumstances when I'm watching a film and it just hits me immediately, and I'm engrossed by it. Yeah. Another one I can think of is Glorious Bastards. Um, but this one, you know, from the moment you know, Sean staring out into space, I'm I'm all over it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think that opening scene is fantastic. I only um, really get into the film when Nick Frost says the N word. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, that line away. Like, that that line made me laugh way more than it should. It's <laughs> it should have. It's, it's, it's like, only gotten funnier with age. Like I know that, like right theoretically, I shouldn't I shouldn't laugh at that line, but like I mean, no, you want it's you just, meant to approve of it. It's gotten funny. You're not meant to prove it, but it's just the way he just says it so casually. Like, yeah. it's nothing to it, him. It's gotten funny. Like, with that's age why it's funny. Because of the absurdity of it now. Like, it was absurd back then, but it's oh, yeah. so way more absurd. There's now no way any reasonable person it, would say that word now. Yeah. Certainly not a white person. You're just like, oh, yeah, he's just pulling up in a car and then he just says the N word. And then he like, yeah, puts his head out the yeah. window. It's up? Up? <laughs> yeah, it's. There's so many great high-pitched voice lines it's of perfect. dialogue. It's, it's... Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I think so this nice. film is so you know densely packed with detail and jokes. And... Fucking Bill Nye. Oh, there's there's there's, there's, no so, there's a, some moments I noticed that on this re- so I haven't seen in years, and for some reason this is the first time I noticed at the end. There's like the freight. There's like the photos of um, Barbara and Philip and um, fucking. Diane, like on their yeah. shelf in their house. It's the first time I noticed that, and it seems like such an obvious thing to notice too. But it's like, oh, that's a thing I didn't see before because mm-hmm. you know, and like this is a film you can watch it thirty times and you could still not get everything. Like that's how yeah. densely packed. And to 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 be honest, this is the kind of film that I watch it and am kind of depressed. In the it sense make, of like, it makes this you is sad because like I'll never do anything. Operating on a level of film quality, like like this this film, Inglorious Bastards, I would also say is up there in terms of just like this is a film that like I couldn't even consider I, I, I both, because it is. Yeah, I, I, I love I it. But operating I'm so angry that I'll never do anything like it. I mean, I could do this. 10 yeah, times because there's sometimes a... better, but like that's whatever. <laughs> there's like a <laughs> there are some films where I see where I'm like I definitely could have done this i'd be like i could take that scene out i could use a different take of that line or whatever you know i could but with this i'm like i can't do that because it is just incredibly well crafted and this film i think really showed to me that simon Pegg can be a really great actor when he wants to be 
Um, I mean, this when I, when I first watched the Conan trilogy, that was by no means no means yeah, that was by no means my first introduction to Simon Pegg. I'd been a fan for years. Yeah, these were the films, and then subsequently watching Space, that made me you know just love. Yeah, it. like I'd seen uh, I'd I'd seen the one of the Mission Impossible film. I think I'd even seen two. Yeah, of the no, Mission I, I think I'd seen I'd seen him in the Mission Impossible films prior to this. Um, I think he was in the. Th- third ice age film i think well, well, i mean yeah, i didn't know it was him but it's his voice uh, yeah, i mean yeah but um, even looking back i was like oh, yeah, oh star is- trek as well i'd seen him in star trek course, as yes, well yeah scotty yeah um i'm trying to think he, no he's I, I didn't, mainstream I didn't see yeah he's uh i saw an interview with him recently where he was telling people to stop asking for a fourth cornetto film he's like it's done okay we're done with this we can just move on yeah. just get over it and to be yeah. fair there's no more Cornettos. There's no, like they did the three main ones, and then there's no more like, right? Unless it's you're just doing the flavors like yeah, limited edition. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, nah. just quickly just... as well. We we have Simon Pegg, we have Nick Frost. The chemistry unfucking fathomable. Like it is amazing. Mm. But just a yeah, just a light. I mean, that, that, that's another thing that I think you'll love about space: the the powerful homoeroticism of the Simon Pegg Nick Frost. Oh, <laughs> big fan. Even in non, even in non Edgar Wright films like Paul, they still work really well. But oh my god, just a brief, very quick round of applause for my favorite baby boo bear, Dylan Moran. Oh my god. Oh, Dylan Moran is great. So in think, great think... in this film. I'd, yeah, I I'd think seen all the Black cast books, is. I think around this time, and yeah, mm. I, I, I really I've still not it. seen that. I know it's made by uh, everyone's favorite Graham Linehan, who a uh, bit bit controversial now. Yeah. yeah, Nick Frost. I mean, he was just Simon Pegg's mate. They they were just friends before Nick Frost became an actor. But yeah. it's not undeserved. Like he's actually very good. Like in space, he's probably my favorite character in space. Well, well I really Jesus like Christ. it. Like just as a, a way of reading this film, is that from Edgar Wright's point of view while making it, he is Liz. Yeah. It, it's, based, <laughs> it's it's based on the time where the three of them were kind of living together, and he, he yeah. wanted his then boyfriend Simon Pegg to go out to the pub, but no, no, to go out and do stuff, but all. Simon Pegg and his then boyfriend Nick Frost wants to do was just go to the pub. There's just so much about this. Yeah, the cast Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Kate Ashfield as Liz. Sure, yeah, yeah, she she's all right. To be honest, I feel like she does the job. I feel like most of the female characters aren't. They're not bad. I just don't think they're as well written. Um, like, maybe it's maybe Barbara. I'd say. I, I'd I say think, Barbara. I think Liz definitely has a bit more. Going for they're it. They're not not bad characters by any means. Well, no, know, and she's not the most interesting character, but you know she's still you know relatively yeah. proactive um, and yeah. We've got uh, everyone. We've got Lucy Davis from The Office, and I mean she's probably again. I don't love her in The Office either, to be honest. I think she's... yeah, um, yeah. Dylan Ooh. Moran, a, such a, a well written dickhead in this. He's so such like, a he's fucking prick. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I really like Dylan Moran in Black Books, but this is a very different performance, and I think he does a really good job. Yeah, Bill Nye, fantastic. I love, love Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Things. Makes Bill me so Nye happy. Such... He got nominated for an Oscar recently because I love him. He's yeah. so good. We've got yeah, Penelope Wilton as as Barbara, Sean's mum. It's weird. I've seen her in a bunch of. I've never seen her as a young woman. She's always been. No, like, she's, she's, she's always she's like that. 
like Maggie Smith, you know, or Judy Dench, where you oh, Ma- Maggie always Smith like is, is correct. They play a kind of they they have a lot of scenes together in Downton Abbey. And... They got Pierre Serafinowicz. Um, I, I love Pierre Serafinowicz in Spaced as well. Actually, I think he's great in Spaced. Oh, that's one of my my go to impressions. Just like hi, it's Dwayne Benzi. It's quite it's a very yeah. easy one to do, but it's just fun. You know, talking yeah. in a really slow way, Tim. Rafe Spall, very Rafe Taffy. Rafe Spall. He's he's barely in this, to be honest. He's, he's not a in really great performance, I think. So he's only got about one scene. He's got one scene, and he's just like, yeah, a dickhead in flight. Um, I guess we should also mention um, Jessica Hines, who has a small role. I'm disappointed she wasn't in the other Cornetto films. Same. I would have liked to have seen her pop up a bit. I more. think she would have been a really good, uh, like. I, yeah, I, I think we could easily get her in in, in um, the Olivia Coleman role, maybe in Hot Fuzz, or Rosamund yeah. Pike's role in The World's End. Yeah, nice that's what I was thinking. The Rosamund Pike role in in Hot Fuzz, I think, in World's End. Sorry, yeah, she would have been great in that. But that's pretty much like all the main cast, really. Like, there's not like it's it's a very small group of characters, and that's good because that's what you. I mean, that's classic zombie movie. film shtick. And then yeah, I mean, there's just a problem. Maybe my favorite moment of the entire film is when Sean goes to the shop oh, after it's take after and it's he all just doesn't notice off. anything. Oh, it's so good. Because I, I had seen that clip before. I didn't, like, not the full clip. Like, out of context. Like, I saw, like, it was, like, a video essay or whatever. And there's just a yeah. bit where Simon Peck's got, like, a Cornetto. Like, he's holding it with his mouth. And then he's, like, trying to open that can. That and there's coke. just zombies in the background. And yeah. in my head, I'm like, does he not notice the fucking zombies behind him? But watching it's like, oh, it's so good. And the moment where oh, he slips on the blood the is... Oh. And oh, the, that is the fucking Peg is the master of the, the fake slip. I was watching this film once with my dad, and that moment where Simon Pegg slips on the blood, my dad was like, "Oh, that's so good." My dad was genuinely like, "That's so good." And he like, he like he's looking away when he opens the door and he misses the blade hamper. It's it's like it's it's great. It's I mean, and the, it's the, totally the, believable. The messaging of the film: we are already zombies. Yeah, no, I that did. Is- Fantastic. I did cringe a bit though when he tried opening the can with his teeth. I was like, oh, oh yeah, mate, that, that, that hurts my teeth every time. What are you, what are you doing, mate? I, I don't have a lot to say. I like just the little things going through the records to mm. find the shit ones that they can throw at the oh, <laughs> Just make me feel like Batman soundtrack, chuck it. Yeah. Speaking of the soundtrack, what a fantastic collection of not just songs, but original music. Like the soundtrack is fantastic. Yeah. To- Two excellent Queen tracks in there. You've got um, White Lines, which is a fantastic song. You've got um, I Monster, fucking wonderful band. Oh, Blue Wrath, fucking great. Blue Wrath is incredible. I love. I re- I listened to I Monster's albums recently. Fucking great. Oh, like, good. Yeah, they're fucking good. One of the one of my favorites now. Like one of my new favorites. It's um, it's just so good. And but this film on a sound like. Sound oh, like just sound is like the... this film. I I'm not someone who notices sound design a lot, but this shit makes no. us a board. We sound like total fucking assholes, just going on like, oh, this is really great, isn't it? But it's like, it's I don't know what else to say. I can't. Hey, I, I can film. excuse yeah, it. I, I was about I to open ask, this can, conversation can, by saying I think this is the best film. Can no, but can you find a fault in it? Because every like, um, okay, there's one. I, I've heard it mentioned on other podcasts, but the bit where they just see on the tv oh remove the head or destroy the brain you know okay slight coincidence that, that will come on then but you know i'll allow it 
I did love the bit where he's flicking through the channels, and it's just I'd like that. Really on the streets funny. of London, London. There are increasing numbers of serious attacks as people are literally being eaten alive. Alive. It's <laughs> yeah. so good. I think the only part I'm not a big fan of is where Simon Pegg like runs through the sea of zombies to like distract them. Like I feel like that is yeah. like the one bit that's like okay, that's going a bit too far for me. It kind of removes a bit of the threat, but at the same time, I could easily believe that you could just, it's, if you move fast enough, you can just run through a crowd of zombies. Yeah, if, if, yeah, it's not, yeah, I mean, they're it's, half, it's, it's, they're, it's, they're, it's they're, the worst they're, part of the film. Yeah. They're, but then they're not like, I think that's it's, part of the comedy of it as well as like, yeah, they're fucking zombies. Like, realistically, they could just keep driving. They're, they're dead. Like, you know? like, just keep, exactly. you just always turn well, I always get annoyed with like running kill. zombies. I'm like, no, that's a. But the fact that they can just <laughs> barricade themselves in the Winchester and. They go, oh yeah, this would be fine. There's not millions of windows and entrances, mm. and like just keep running. Like realistically, <clears throat> you just go, okay, drive this way until the problem's over, because it mm. seems to be resolved quite quickly. Oh, you you, you want to get somewhere where you can have food and stuff. I mean, I I, 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 can, I can believe that you know, I I I think it works that they choose to go there. That's kind of. It's also. I mean, they explain it. They explain it. There's that whole scene where they're explaining, like, "Oh, we should go to Liz's, you know? Or no, we'll come back here." And then some pegs got those mugs. They're like, "Cool, cool, cool, cool," you know? And like, yeah. And then it just increasingly gets shorter. this blowout. We we can talk all the like. We can talk all about the the best things, like the big things, the things that really stand out. But to me, the three of the greatest things in this film. Uh, the fact that we're already mm-hmm. zombies anyway, which is the biggest talking point yep. of coming out of the film. But I oh, think it's fantastic. like... fantastic. Part of what I love in these films is that I think they have great subtext. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You've got the... And then you've got the, the, the use of the fruity machines. So the pokies. <laughs> yeah, you hear it playing in the background <laughs> towards the end of the film in the Winchester, which is really cool. Yeah. And literally Chekhov's gun. Which you put a gun on the wall, yeah. you have to use it at some point. In the film, <laughs> it has to wrap back around. Yeah, literal, a literal trick. It's, it's, I just, yeah, this film, perfect. Like, yeah, the opening credits, we see Mary. Yeah, Lee see Mary. Her later. You know, it's perfect setup and payoff. It's like so. We, bloody we, we, Mary we first. Can't thing. talk about these films without talking about foreshadowing. We'll have a bloody Mary first thing. Bite the king's head. Couple of little princes stagger back here. Bang! Bang! Back at the bar for shots. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Slice of fried gold, by the way fucking great I, I, for some reason i just like that for some reason i don't even know why it's not even like particular yeah yeah i think um, the, the wordplay the script writing everything in this film just i mean every line comes back which i feel like theoretically could be cons- could be considered like lazy writing i feel like from some people like oh you just repeat every line or you bring every line back and i'm like i, I think that could yeah, but i think the difference is that context change this is also the start yeah. of the, the iconic, what, you'd never taken the shortcut before? Um, yes, of course. <laughs> that made me laugh Built so much. The, the simplest <laughs> okay. bits of comedy, Simon Pegg looking cocky, about to jump over a fence, fence falls over. And, it, and, it, and, I, and I was like pissing myself with laughter when he fell, because I'm like, I know it's coming, but it's like, I hadn't seen that in so long, that it just fucking Caught you off guard. falls so suddenly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, uh, I think probably... The line that got me the most though was when um Sean and Liz they're having this big argument and she's like oh sorry my friends a failed actor and a twang like, I did not call did Diane not call a failed actress <laughs> so good thing I just my, had to pause the movie there because I was just laughing uh, for a good couple it, minutes my, my favorite bit of the subtle comedy it's when it's but just before they pretend to be zombies 
Um, and mm. they've got like the little kids slide. It's like I'm gonna have a look at there, see how many they are. He like shuffles up the little <laughs> thing. Yeah. He comes back down. And just I think the performance there is great. It's like are there a lot? Are there, are there many? Lots. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, Always are there any? He's like, yeah. And he just looks so defeated. Many. Uh, I, I do. I also love the moment where they're trying to be like Pete, and then Oi, <laughs> like, it's like Oi, Brick, and it's like he's not in. Like, that's so good. Yeah, um, I mean, I, God, this movie's so like good, dude. We've kind of beaten this horse enough. I think there's enough. Yeah, I just want to touch on the emotional core of this film. Yeah, with Philip dying, I was watching this, and I was like, tears were forming, mate. It's like, yeah, I think it's a really is... great moment. I think it's so well performed, and and it's like, I, I think mean, dude, really... Bill Nye is like barely in this film, but he fucking he owns nails. It. He owns. And it's like again, most, like a really subtly unappre- you know, unappreciated moment is. Barbara's like, oh, you know, um, is is your dad all right? Um, he's not my dad. Sean, we've been married, but no, he was my dad, but he's not anymore. He's gone. Yeah, no, it's anyway. Um, should, we, should we wrap up on Sean? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I just, yeah. I mean, I just want to say, Sean having to shoot his mum. It's it's like it's a staple of zombie stories. But I mean, again, Simon Pegg is a phenomenal Pegg's actor cool, when really. he wants to. Be. He's Sounds great. Like and I yeah. and I like the moment where we see Nick Frost is like crying because it's like oh he you know actually he, he genuinely does do like the, yeah he makes jokes. a lot of sexual jokes about Barbara but he does care about her. I mean, um, and I'm, and I'm, then, I'm just gonna do this one more time. But I love when um uh Sean and Barbara and Philip walk out of the house. He's like dragging his cricket bat behind him and he's like hello Barbara hello Edward. <laughs> <laughs> he's so happy to see her. Yeah. Yeah. It, also, it's, it's, yeah. Don't point the gun at Barbara. Or whatever he says. Yeah. And then, oh, there's the Mexican standoff. And, and she's like, listen, he's like, this isn't exactly a fight. And then, like, like, oh, here, take and this. He just like, take this. And then he picks up a fucking corpse, Grudge. I'm like, yeah. It's... Yeah. And oh, um, it's... Ed, Ed, we, end the, we end the film with, with Ed as a zombie, and they're still playing Time like, Splitters. Like an animal, he's living in the fucking shed. You. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And I mm, love, it didn't yeah. really change oh. their lives at all. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just before we move on, just yeah, another great callback line. Oh, prick! Next time I see him, he's dead. It's like it's obvious. It's so like it's so simple, but it's like if you because the first time I didn't pick up on any of this because I just was let. That's just what I do. I just let films wash it. over me. I never like I don't try and solve plot twists in films. Which is uh, a bit of a segue into our next <laughs> film, but I never try to solve them because it's like I want to enjoy the experience. Unless it's yeah. super obvious, like Shutter Island is so obvious. At ten out of ten for me. Yeah, one of, one of my favorite films. Yeah, I gotta see where this is for me. I gotta see. I'm I'm gonna echo that. It's a ten out of ten. I don't think. I I mean I did fault it, but it's like it's like not really that big of a deal. But yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's that's way fewer criticisms than I have of, of a lot of films. It's, it's a nine great. and a half. Perfect. It's phenomenal. I mean, it's phenomenal. But in comparison to the other films we're talking about, it's a nine. And a half. I mean, I'm just going to round that to a ten. So I think that makes <laughs> no, this. No, that's a no, you rant, you fucking <laughs> no, round it down no, no, to a no. nine. You no, 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 no. No, okay, five, nine point five, five and above. You rant. Nine point nine point four nine. No, nine point four nine. Don't test him, William. No, no, you, you oh, said no point. You can't take that back. You he, said that score. You, you can't you, change it. You were your... fine with him giving fucking the other one a six and a half. This is a nine and a half. Yeah. It's not a ten. I was fine. But I just rounded up. So no, it's a seven. No, That's no, just no, what no. I do. No, no. You can't, you can't stuff the ratings. 
You can't, you can't fluff it, man. I mean, it's, is, it's my podcast. This is oh, no, yeah, it's just this, we live in a dystopia. Look, I, I didn't realize we were talking about George Orwell's 1984. This is, <laughs> it's a nine and a half. <laughs> it's, it's not a, I mean, I think even, even, if, even if we were to bump it down, if you like, it's still the, I think this is the highest rated film we've ever covered. No, it's not. It's just no, it's not. No, it's not. No, Truman Show is actually the highest rated, I think. Yeah, which oh, is yeah, Truman Show. That one, I'd tank it. You would definitely, you, yeah. You, I mean, because Harry and I both gave it tens. So well, no, I love Truman Show, but I didn't give it a ten. So. But anyway, we move on to Hot Fuzz. Yeah, Hot Fuzz. This is the my favorite of the Canada trilogy. I'd say Shaun of the Dead's the better film, but I prefer Hot Fuzz on a personal level. I... Yeah, Hot Fuzz. This was like this was one of those first films that I watched when I was getting into film. But yeah, Hot Fuzz, it just, uh, I, it's a great film. It's its in my top 10 of all time. So I do love it. I think, I don't know if I, nah, I don't necessarily think that. I was going to say, I think the performances are better, but I don't think that's true. I do though think Timothy Dalton is wonderful in it. I'm a big Timothy Dalton I mean, fan. What, what a fantastic performance from him. What a turn. Yeah. And uh, Barney, you're a big Bond guy. I know you're. A, I, 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 a I, I still have Bond. not seen the Timothy Dalton Bond films, and I feel like I should have by now. I, mean, I, th- I think but they're I, some of the most underrated in the series. I think Timothy Dalton. Yeah, I think Timothy Dalton's one of the best actors across like the trilogy, just in terms of like yeah, how much I, th- I, I. I think he probably gives the best performance in any of these films. Maybe I'm not sure. Ooh. No, I, I mean, I say that I don't think I agree with it. <laughs> I feel like I definitely I, 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 prefer. I do love him still, though. I think he is just Simon Pegg in The World's End, and I feel like I definitely prefer Bill Nye. Oh, yeah, that's something. But Timothy yeah. Dalton's. I mean, it's He's a great. different performance, but. I mean, they're all different performances, yes, but you can still kind of like all three. Yeah, but yeah, I think Timothy and Timothy Dalton just seems like a really great guy, doesn't he? Like he, he like he, like they had uh, nothing but good things to say about him. Yeah, like there, yeah, there's that story where there's a scene where Nick Angel was confronting him, and he didn't even have to turn up, and he still did just to yeah, do they, the they scene. Were doing shots of Simon Pegg, and he still showed up to read the lines, yeah. to give him something to yeah. work on. And like that's great. I think that's really respectable because he's like, so, you know, he's a, he's one of those actors where it's like he could do what he wants. Like he, if he's not needed, I feel like a lot of other actors at his level would be like, "Fuck that, I'm not going. Uh, I'm going to go." Need me. Yeah. It is a shame we didn't get another Bond in Shaun of the Dead, because then we would have had a nice trifecta of yeah. Bonds and all. But yeah, along with Stephen what we got uh, everyone's favourite Olivia Coleman, who, I, get, I mean, you can't can't dislike Olivia Coleman, can you? So she she is uh, maybe a current and even, you know, <laughs> if she isn't now, soon to be national treasure. I think and, when she when won she her was... Oscar, everybody agreed she was wonderful, and everyone was like, oh, this is great, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not sure if she's old enough to be at National Treasure then. Yeah, I, I think I, I really like Olivia Coleman in this little girl on girl. It's like it's because yeah. all her lines are just joke and like know, just it's pure smut. And there's the part of me that's like that shouldn't be that funny because I like I don't think I've got like a highbrow level of humor. Like I'm not like one of those hoity-toity types, but I'm not one to just go for lowest common denominator comedy. Yeah, it's Bill Bailey, who's who's also in space. Actually, Bill Bailey is in space. Too, yeah, Bill. The Stephen Merchant in um, this film as well. Oh man, I, f- I fucking oh, yeah, love of course. Stephen Merchant. Just a I, yeah, yeah, PI Staker. 
fucking yeah. pissed hey. Uh, dude, I, I love Stephen Merchant, man. I think Stephen Merchant's great. Especially when he's uh, ragging on... Well, not ragging, but he's making subtle jabs at Ricky Gervais. Because... Yeah, like, what, what's your least favourite overused trope? Uh, watching videos of a dead lover or a wife as a representation Equals... of being able to move on. And Stephen Merchant has me- has been adamant that, like, that wasn't a shot at Ricky Gervais. And I'm like, it seems very obvious, though, because I but think Afterlife was... That, you, Who else is even in this film? Yeah, we've got Rafe Spall, again, as one of the Andes. And you've got uh, Paddy Considine. Who I'm, I'm also a big fan of Paddy Considine I really like as Paddy well. Considine. There's just lots of really great bit parts. We've got um, Julia Deacon? Deacon. No, yeah, is that yeah, her? She's yeah, one of the... the landlord from space. Yeah. Who is um, she in this one again? She's um, one of the... Mary Porter, the one who's in the pub. Is she the one oh. who gets... No, who's the one who gets killed? Oh. Who gets, like, the, the shears, like... Oh, the Leslie Tiller. Um, yeah, the... who... I feel like I've seen that actress before. Before we move on to more about the plot and everything, Paul Freeman, who every time I watch this film, I'm like, I know that actor. I've it's seen him in things. In who Bellock. the fuck is he? And then I'm like, he's from Raiders, dude. That's where I've seen it. It happens every time I see it. And also, Edward Woodward is in this. I, f- he, I forget he, who he, he is. I just want to um, rapid fire some opinions real quick about the film. Because this is my favorite right, of the right. trilogy. I think it's the best. All right. You've got the transition scene going Hit from the city them. to the country, which is amazing. The, the, the scene where... They get decapitated. Rome, the, the actors who play Romeo and Juliet get decapitated in the car crash. And, <laughs> and on the radio, Simon Skinner, with Timothy Dalton's character, is playing the song Romeo and Juliet on the radio. Um, the oh, yeah. He's got, he's got fire playing. It's, yeah, that fire song. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, soundtrack-wise, I think the score is fantastic. I think... Oh, that main thing. David... Is- Dave Arnold's so good. David Arnold also did Bond. Another Bond connection. Getting to see Nick Frost's what and Simon Pegg's characters like become friends. Yeah, Fanny Batterbomb being friends. And the way the way you see the relationship develop, (laughs) and it was like, when's Mm. your birthday? Every year, like shit, like that. Oh, that's (laughs) but but the way Edgar Wright posts that on his like Instagram and Twitter every year. And to be fair, it's a great moment. I can't blame it. It's a, it's a great line. Everyone posts every year. It's like, well, it's your birthday. Uh, but the whole, it's all for uh, the greater good. The um, N- calling right, yeah. the NWA. Night, hilarious. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I well, think. Well, we'll talk I, about music then. I think what makes Edgar Wright's soundtracks great is that he picks great songs, but they aren't like really well known ones. Like, which is what separates I mean, you, him everyone from knows Queen, but besides that, are there any really little, little, little like, you know, background bits, dead? you know? Like, because I feel like I Monster, I feel like aren't that well known. Certainly not outside yeah. the UK, right? I feel like, but I think Edgar Wright. I think curating a soundtrack theoretically That's isn't good. difficult to do in the sense of like you just pick a bunch of good songs, but effectively using them, which we just skipped over. Maybe my favorite part of Shaun of the Dead, where they don't stop me now, where he's where they're beating oh, yeah. the shell. I think it's very easy to pick out great songs, but it's very hot. But a lot of people just pick out great songs without any, like Suicide Squad, the first one, did that. Just yeah. chose a bunch of great songs. Yeah, they just chose with no great thematic songs with reason. no reason. Or, yeah, no yeah. thematic reason. They were just like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy did that. Let's just do that, you know, without realizing yeah. that Guardians of the... Well, yeah, no, Guardians. James Gunn's very good. James Gunn's did it too, but at least worked well. They at least kind of yeah. chose the I mean, right James sort. Gunn's very good at doing that. 
uh, Quentin Tarantino, I also think, is very good at curating a soundtrack. We've really not discussed the plot of this film. Um, oh yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah. of a, it's a bit of a horror film at, no. at a certain point. Like it's like a murder. I, I mean, I, 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 think, I think all three of these more, films have horror it's aspects. Got, too. It's definitely it's got a bit no, mate, the, towards the end, but like the whole death. It's a bit yeah, gory, that's fucking terrifying. Dude. Yeah, cults are terrifying. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like, I know, but, but, but it's like old people. Like it's it's not like Dude, I don't you don't know, know that at it, the time. Yeah, I know, but it goes. Yeah, we it goes just from all we like just a... see are people getting brutally murdered. Like I think there are elements of hot fuzz that are like, I would say horror. I wouldn't like. I'd say there are. Uh, I, I, think, I, like I, said, I think all three of them take different sorts of horror. I think this one. Yeah, I mean, Shaun of the Dead is so overt, but I think going in, you don't expect horror esque elements in in. Hot Fuzz or The World's End, to be honest. I need to rewatch The, the World's, World's End, End, obviously, but... You sort of do. Like, The World's yeah, End, but it's, I... It's, I mean, it's a body snatchers film, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. But, I mean... terrifying. You, you take... Um, <sighs> but I think it's the tone. Th- like, what makes it terrifying is the tone, and the tone is never set to be scary. Like, the, 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 it does have horror elements, but I think Hot Fuzz... I'm not has... saying it's scary, I'm just oh, saying no, it's, scary. A ho- it's got horror elements. I was I, never... I was make, I... There, there are slight flavours. Maybe he's sprinkled a little bit of <laughs> horror on there. Like, maybe he's just the soul of horror he is but that it, that's not the essence of not that it is there. But like you take Hot Fuzz, at not one point do I was I ever scared in the film. I was like, oh, this is kind of gory. And then I'm the not, the, cult scene, the cult scene the cult scene lasts like horror. four minutes, and then it's just full action. So funny. I'm not saying I find it scary. I'm just saying there are sprinklings of horror that when I first went into it, I didn't expect. I mean, it's a mystery. Like you were attempting to figure out who is killing everyone but yeah hot fuzz i i think it's i love how it doesn't really go out like from the outside it seems like an action film and then you don't really get that much action until like the last 30 minutes or whatever yeah and it really but it and i love it the way it uses yeah i love the way it uses editing to create action you know, like when he's doing like the paperwork, which you never see in cop films, by the way. They do, they just skip over that part. And apparently, a the lot cop, of cops were like, "Oh, it's, it's really cool." They actually show, but, but, yeah, yeah, it's very and they just, the way it's just well. edit. Um, this film is one of my favorite edits of all time. Which one? When was George Merchant, the the fridge magnet, which is a great joke. He, when he gets hit on the head and is in his toilet and he collapses to the ground and it cuts to Simon Pegg sitting in a chair. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love that. I, I, yeah, I think that's a great moment. I, I think, again, Edgar Wright is just a master filmmaker. Yeah, I feel what, like... what I think is great about Edgar Wright is that he writes to direct and he directs toward the edit. Yeah. But he's he's constantly I, covering yeah. all his bases. Yeah. And I think Edgar Wright, he's reached a point now where... I definitely wish he was making... It's going to sound really bad. I think he makes good films, but I don't think he has made anything to the level of Hot Fuzz in Shaun of the Dead. I think ever since those two, it's been a slightly downhill trajectory. I disagree. Not that, any, not that, anything, not that anything he's made... Okay, well, this is going to be... See, it's going to be an interesting discussion because right now we're just praising the hell out of this film and now it's going to change soon. I just think everything post Hot Fuzz has gone weaker as time has gone on. Not to say any of it's bad. I know a lot of people didn't like Last Night in Soho. I don't really 
I, I need to, I'll have to look at reviews. Next week, I'll look at some reviews and see what people actually don't like about that film because I didn't really get it. But I just think he's, yeah, sort of like his, his, his films are getting weaker as time goes on. And I mean, I still want him to make films because he still makes pretty good films. It's just like... We missed out on an Ant-Man film. I would have loved to see Edgar Wright's Ant-Man. His, his Ant-Man film could have been like top tier MCU for me if he, you know, had been able to do it. And you know what? I respect that he stood to his guns. Was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Like he he was quite adamant about what he was going to do for it, which I fully respect. And and yeah, Edgar Wright. You know, I mean, yeah, I think he's a great filmmaker. I also to sort of talk about my feelings on Edgar Wright beyond filmmaking. I like he's got a real passion for films. Like he's got a real like he has an infectious yeah love for filmmaking, mm. and just hearing him on talk shows and and podcasts and all that. Like he clearly loves what he does, and I think it's great that you. I think any... it's important that you love what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and every time I see him in an interview, it'd be a shame just if he the made way like he films and fucking hated doing it. Yeah, but every time I see an interview with him, he just his laugh is like the most like r- just loud, just like just He's burst like of sound. Yeah, it's great. It's 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 like Alan onto. It's just yeah. it's a it's a real like. And there's the part, and like I feel like that might be off-putting to some people. They're like, "All right, chill out, mate." But I'm like, "No, fuck it, it's great." Because he's like, "Yeah, I'm having a good time." He's enjoying. I and another thing I love about Hot Fuzz is how is just the reveal where they're like, "No, we just thought we just thought it looked like we just didn't like him. We thought he was ruining Bill Shakespeare." What? Oh, (laughs) and it's it's such a great because it's such a perfect like. Nicholas Angel, you know, he figures out like this is all the things they're doing, you know, yeah, you know, and it makes total sense to us. And then we just find out they're just like, oh, we just didn't want her to leave because we're and I'm like, that's so petty, but it's like that's just very yeah. that's just what cults are like though. Cults are pretty yeah, I love like how that. petty it is. And uh, that's why I mean I, I find cults inherently quite unnerving. Oh, um, that's terrifying to me. Just because and and Again, this film really plays on like genuine fears I have of like there's a group of people who are all in on this thing that you don't know, and it's a very negative thing they're in on, and they're like gonna you know it's like I mean Wicker Man is is very much in that same mold, or and we'll talk about it a bit more at the world's end, but like body snatcher stories and that kind of thing, you know, like yeah, who actually who is thing. who, you know, it's like it's great, but uh, yeah, Hot Fuzz, it just. It is. It's. I think it's a great film, and and then yeah, it culminates in a just a balls to the wall twenty minute action sequence that is just fantastic. I think it's great. It's it's really well. I think Edgar Wright is a fantastic action director, and you see that in Space as well. Space really has a lot of action moments. Yeah, like the, the finger gun fight in that one episode. Yeah, and there's of course there's the paintball episode, which is oh, yeah. very much got those action moments, and is. Yeah great yeah i love it I, I love i i love this film i i okay i want i want to get your guys' thoughts on this they originally wrote a love interest for nick angel and then they just sort of were like no nah, we don't need that and they just all get, this stuff to danny yeah i think that's, that's i think great. that's great it worked perfectly. i think yeah, that's i, I, I really I like it's great across all three of these films the kind of positive man-to-man relationship yeah i mean i've talked about this with you before barney like ted lasso the episode where Colin and Isaac have their whole thing, yeah, their, whole. their whole, 
Um, Super bad, I think, is a great example of that. Yeah, I think as a, as writing writing dialogue that can be used for men or women, for the most part, I think that works. Yeah. Unless you're doing like a gender specific story, like you're telling a story that could only really work from like a male perspective or a female perspective. But if you just write like dialogue about like a relationship, that can I think that should work. I think some would again say, "Oh, you should have changed that," but I, I kind of I disagree. I think it works. I think it's great. Yeah. I think this is a well written. I think this is a great film. I think this is probably the funniest Edgar Wright. Like Shaun of the Dead's great. But yeah, I think, no, I think this is probably the funniest. a particularly funny film. I think Hot Fuzz is a full on comedy, whereas Shaun of the Dead is kind of like it's funny and there were some moments as i mentioned before that i laughed at but it's not a out and out comedy in a way that hot hot fuzz is just like gag after gag after hot, gag hot fuzz is like a live action cartoon there's a few cameos in this film we've got bloody cape blanchett in there yeah peter Oscar jackson winner cape blanchett peter jackson he's santa he's you got um which is it is it adam buxton or is it joe cornish uh, adam buxton who's the one who gets the one who gets crushed by the steeple yeah, yeah adam buxton. um you got I mean, there's Annette Roper, who was in Shaun of the Dead as the uh, the the final maniac, as they call her. I feel like there's some other cameos I'm missing. No, because Brian's in the, in the world's hey, end, isn't he? Bill Nye, Martin Freeman, and Steve Coogan. Of course, oh, Steve Coogan. I'm disappointed Steve Coogan isn't in more of this. But I'm also, I'm kind of disappointed when Steve Coogan's not Alan Partridge, to be honest. I think <laughs> that's the best. Well, because he just is Alan Partridge. He should just be Alan Partridge, you know, and he's not really used that much in this. Um, and then, yeah, Martin Freeman, who's in Shaun of the Dead, actually. There's that, there's that bit. He's in the, the, they meet the other version. There's, there's Matt Lucas with a really terrible wig, I must say. <laughs> like, the wig he's got on Matt Lucas is quite bad. Yeah, it's right. Um, and then, yeah, Bill Nye. Yeah, I, I, I just love Hot Fuzz. I, I can't is, sing Nicholas, you praises enough. Like, and then they're the, like, the, hey... The I really want to appreciate is just that those last kind of 30 minutes of just ball-to-the-wall action. Oh, it's so... And there's the, the line where they come back with, like, the crossword, which where she yells, I'm fascist! And he's like, hag. hag. It's great. There's the... Yeah. <laughs> is that, yeah, the line where Olivia Coleman like, hits the... Um, Julia David, Julia, whoever that Julia woman Dick. is. No, Alice Lowe. That's Alice Lowe, isn't Alice it? Alice Lowe, right here. Alice Lowe, yeah. Who, just slides like, nothing like a little, Yeah, nothing like a little girl on girl. And they all just yeah. like, it's like, it's, it's a dumb joke, but it's like, I would laugh because it's, it's a pretty good joke. Oh, there's the fucking swear jar where all the fucking swears the are bleeped out except the cunt. fucking cunt. I'm like, dude, that's objectively the worst word there. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it's the worst word. There's there's a more of a taboo around that word in certain parts of the world. Like you yeah. never say that word. All the other yeah, are fine. And even if it if it's not as you know offensive where you live than it is in other places, it's still probably the worst of that bunch. Yeah, it's a pretty harsh word to use. Like it's not like all the others. Like I when I when I, if I go out and I'm talking to people, we just say the word fuck because that's just how we are. Like you know, we say it. You know, we say. What uh, other words are even on the sweat? Well, well, cunt is part of my my shit. my lingo. Fuck. Um, yeah, shit and fuck. You hear that one? Or you hear? Well, you know, you hear fuck more, but you don't hear shit. And that's usually if something goes wrong, it's like ah, oh, shit. Even then, like in Australia, pretty... it's ah, oh, fuck. It's like fucking hell. Fucking yeah, hell, nah, it's, yeah. And then there's a knob. You don't really. That's 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 more of a British one there, bastard. Yeah. Yeah, but really, but you don't hear that one. But the, the, Th- those like bastards uh, bust around a lot. But even in this film, you take like I mean, it's a good word. I I think a lot of the language, you oh my god, I just 
I adore it. It's my favorite of the trilogy. I, I can't, there's no fault. I don't, I really don't have a fault with it. The, the, even before mm. they get to the, with the town, which is actually Edgar Wright's <coughs> hometown, but even, yeah, yeah. Um, um, before I've, they I've get there, there, like the whole, the whole, like, is it nice there, Barney? Uh, um, it's quite nice, yeah. There was a nice market on when we were there. Mm, but nice. The whole yeah, scene where he's stuff. trying to... Well, what is it? It's like, oh, I've moved on. I'm with fucking Dave now, whatever. I can't remember the name. And then... And <laughs> yeah. then they, but like, they all look the same. Like, all the all the forensics look the same. So it's... Hello. Blah, blah. And he's... <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love like, it. Yeah, I is love, it Steve? Just, Steve. Does Steve, Steve look like the sort of person I go out with? It's Dave. Hello there. Hello there, yeah, and yeah, and uh, oh yeah, Summer Isle, or no, it's Summer. What's the 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 supermarket? The Simon Skinner owns Summerfield. Yeah, I gotta call it Summer Isles because the Wick Man, which would have been also double meaning because Isles as a it's fucking great. It's 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 great. The funny movie. It's just a really good joke. (laughs) It's funny. No one's laughing, but it's really fun. I can't like it's a lot funnier. When I'm not explaining the joke, it's, it's, it's quite funny. Yeah. Also, the fence gag again. Just and he just Big fucking clashes the fence, and then he like climbs really up, like but he gives such an awkward. Best. That's the best. Of the I really like in that bit. Um, Edgar Wright told him after you go through the fence, look back towards camera, so that way people know that you actually did it. But, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, because 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 he just runs because we don't see his face. We just like see yeah. him. And he just fucking collapses down, and then he like awkwardly spills over the next one. That's, that that is, is, that he really the scene hurts. In the like movie that, that I will pause and almost actually replay, like the scene where he, because the way he <laughs> just like, he doesn't even try to jump. He just sort of collapses into just it. Yeah, into it. It, like he tripped on his own feet. He's like running. He's like, oh shit! And he just fucking eats like, a he, ton he, he of looks shit back as if you know, making sure nobody saw it, and climbs over. And he's like, oh, no one saw it. I'm all right. And then he just yeah, falls over the other one. Nick Angel just doving fucking flips. Even even the meta of the movie, right. like you can go deep and look at like the meta of this film and take the so the the very end scene, or not the very end scene, but the um <clears throat> the scene where he gets impaled, the fucking the spike. Oh, he gets impaled on the spike. And he's like like, Every oh, time I hear that word, I need some ice cream. He's like he's he's destroyed by the very <laughs> thing really he was trying to pretend. Yeah, it's like, great, and that's honestly one of the most cringy. Like, it's not even a death. It's just so it's like, oh. for some reason, seeing stuff in and around the face, like like when people get like stabbed in the eye or that kind of thing. I'm like, oh no! Before we wrap up, I just want to. Uh, one of my favorite lines in the film is where um we first meet Simon Skin and he's like I'm a slasher and of prices prices <laughs> I need Simon Skin owner of local oh, supermarket but I genuinely catch think, me later like and he fucking runs off it's all great. all the it's word good. all the wordplay all the fucking um all oh, the the, the goose coming back and like. Oh, all of that right, oh, but... oh, it can break it can break your arm or something. <laughs> they said like they said it like it could break it your arm, arm. And Jim Broadman's got his arm in a sling, it's great. Yeah. I love it. But the best part of the film a- by a- far the every joke, every yeah, Aaron yeah, everything right. Ar- it, it, yeah. It, it's when they're returning the drunk guy to his mansion and he's trying to give him money and 
the passing the oh, money yeah. around is like here you go and it's like and oh yeah thank you change. here's your change and here's your change <laughs> and, I, and I, I i yeah i yeah and there's the bit where it's like everyone and their mums around here packing farmers farmers mums farmers mums it's like great oh there's the yeah david bradley oh they've got the guy who like he's got he's got the dog with them and he can't like does, he doesn't speak properly it's like oh, i suppose when and then they just look at him and like mm, mm. yeah it's great i love it it's not the yeah. dog it's a great film the film's a 10 it's a 10 out of 10 it's a 10 it's a 10 oh in that case it's 10s around baby it's i think so good technically it, i'm gonna say this is the highest rated film because truman shows just two ratings on that one this has got three we move on to the final film of this part, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Ten out of ten. I, ten out of ten. I fucking love this film. All right, continue. Oh, oh. Jesus. All right. Um, I did not get the time to rewatch it. Unfortunately, I'll rewatch it in time for next week's episode. Um, so my rating may change possibly, but I, I remember it well enough to talk about it. But I'll rewatch it just to see if my thoughts change for next week. I haven't seen this film in about three years. Uh, so, but I think it's a, very, a pretty good film. Um, not as good as uh, as uh, the Cornetto trilogy, but it's a good film though. I think it's good. I think I, I think there's a and lot. No, to I really like Pilgrim, but I think it is a in terms of like translating a comic book into film. Yeah, visually, I think I think graphic novel. So, I mean, who cares? It's the it's same. So good. Well, in whatever. Way, the scene with Michael Sarah jumping out the window. The the oh, fact that I watched this as a little <laughs> oh, kid and this is this is the he film where left. I discovered that I was attracted to people, let alone women. <laughs> like, well, only women. So but I mean, like when I, I mean... was. Oh my god! You're gonna be like, I mean. But firstly, Ramona. Secondly, and more importantly, Brie Larson singing. I was wa- hello again, friend <laughs> of a friend. Yeah, black sheep. Oh my god. Oh, I was wondering. I was wondering how long this would take. We're, we're, we're close to the end and, and, it, and it, it's been a while since Harry's talked about how attracted he is to people in the films that we cover it's been a while um, but Michael Sarah, <laughs> Michael Sarah is great in it as well um, Chris Evans yeah, oh, um, so funny in it I forget oh, he's this was before that's actually hilarious this was before this is pre Oh, right? his introduction where it's the universal theme and he does the net cracks inside yeah. with the big oh it's great <laughs> it's so this cool. was before like most of these people were like names like yeah. i think yeah. michael Sarah probably was the biggest star at the time yeah he done arrested development and done super bad uh, probably some and other Juno, stuff but he was like the name yeah he ju- yeah he was in juno as well but like no one else was like a name really yeah, like Aubrey kieran Culkin oh, was now like name. I'm Solid. talking about Kieran Culkin because I've become a massive fan of him through Succession. He's fucking great in Succession. Maybe my favorite performance of any TV show this year. But yeah, I mean, all he was really known for was being one of Macaulay Culkin's brothers. Was the other kid saying, in Home Alone. Who... The kid who wets the bed in Home Alone. Yeah, and then the... yeah, you got uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh. Is it? Bill Hader is Bill Hader. Hader. I didn't know that. He's huh. credited in the cast I... as the voice. Yeah, it I know. does not sound like Bill Hader at all, but oh, that Bill makes Hader sense because Bill Hader is a very accomplished, like impress. Like Bill Hader is very good oh. at like changing his voice. Like I've seen interviews with him, he just does impressions like it's nothing. Like, yeah. He just he just chucks out impressions like you got Anna Kendrick in this as well. Again, oh, yeah. before she was a big, this was like pre Pitch Perfect, Jason where she just Warner. became. I mean, she 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 done um up in the air at this point, didn't she? That is true. She had been an Oscar nominated actress. Yeah. 
Uh, I think this is also just before she did 50-50 as well. Uh, yeah. Who been. else? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, Jason again, Schwartzman. this is before... Oh, Can you let me get there, Harry? No, no, no. <laughs> same first. No, 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 no. got there first, do no. we? Uh, Jason Schwartzman, another Coppola who's just in the film industry. All right, thank you. I'm happy. But he's not. Again, what did... Oh, he'd done a lot of Wes Anderson by this point. He's, he's just he one of Wes Anderson's mates. He'd done... Darjeeling, had he, rocket, was he yeah. in Royal Tenenbaums? I'm trying to think if he was. I feel like he, think he was. City. He was in the new Spider-Man as well, I think. But yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, again, this is before she'd done, like, The Thing. And was she in, she was in Fargo, wasn't, that's where she met you. Yeah, she's in Fargo. Fargo. I think the cast as, yeah, I think she's alright. To be fair, I don't think any of the characters are, like, amazing. Like, they're good, but they're just like, alright. Um, then, yeah, you got Chris Evans, Again, this is just before he was Captain America. He'd done. He'd been Johnny Storm, but I'm not talk about that. This, this yeah, is before he's Captain America. Um, I was surprised at how little he was in. How little a lot of these actors are in it because it's like all, all of the the, the exes there. You know, there for like yeah. I Brandon Routh again. I mean, he'd been Superman by this point. Got Brie Larson again before the internet decided she's we hate her or well they. Hate I, her. I don't. Hate I don't her. have the problem. I don't get the problem with Brie Larson. I think she seems fine. I feel like there's probably more names I need to try and mention. I feel like I'm forgetting some. Um, I'm trying to think of the exes, like who are the named. There's the two Katyanagi. Are they the two twins? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, what's his name? The first one, Patel? Matthew Patel. Yeah. Matthew Patel. That's right. I was like, it's not Himesh Patel. It's not Dev Patel. But it's something Patel. Another Patel. So the second one is Chris Evans. So I got So the order is Matthew Patel, Chris Evans, Brendan Routh is the next one. He's the one, the vegan. Oh, the vegan. No, that's, he's the vegan oh, one. That's Todd, isn't it? Todd, yeah. He's the third one, right? Yeah, and then yeah. I think it's. And there's the woman. It's Anne from Arrested Development. Yeah, who's the who is Anne in Arrested Development again? I've I've completely forgotten who that who that girlfriend. is. Oh, oh, the Christian one, the Christian orange. one, the Christian one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Wait, is that the one that Job married? Yeah, that's the one Job marries, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Ironically, the one that nobody can remember who she is. Picture they chose of Chris Evans on IMDb is like, is this man in, just not, I know how to smile? Like, what is this? What is this it man? It's IMDb what? picture. Yeah, look at it. Like, it's so, just like, what is this? What is this? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it's so, because all confused. the other cast members, they've all got, like, you know, professionally taken, you know, they're not all smiling, but they've all got, like, professional, you know, they're all, they're all looking, like, quite stern or less, you know. And then Chris Evans is just like, bruh, you're kicking. I don't know like, what I've seen doing. interviews. I've seen interviews with Chris Evans. He's fucking, he laughs his ass off. Like, he's capable of smiling like a, a regular person. So I don't know why that picture, like, I just, that's so weird. Yeah, sort of ran out of the cuss. I've got Aubrey Plaza, who's just very entertaining and things. And then you got, yeah, the other bandmates, Alison Pill, uh, Johnny Simmons, yeah. Mark Webber, Ellen Wong as <laughs> nice. fucking nice Great. chow. <laughs> That's Such a right man. Like <laughs> this got Pilgrim. This came out and it did not well. Like it did not make. Nah, money. It, it's it's become a bit of a, a cult classic. A cult classic. I adore Scott Pilgrim. And um, 
I mean, I think we all like it. I just think yeah, no, it's I, like... I like Scott Pilgrim a lot. In fact, I, I, I wish I rewatched it before this. Yeah. Um, the songs, I, I actually quite like the soundtrack. Oh, gross. We are sex bum. We're we are sex mm. bum. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think all yeah, the songs. Yeah. It's my favorite bit. Just going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume, yeah, I'm trying, I'm like, because I've not read Scott Pilgrim, but I imagine the songs went oh, right. like written. Um, actually, for... I guess we can mention that they're, they're making a TV series, aren't they? Like, more directly. Yes, I'm going to be writing a review for that. In a few Ooh. months, but it's an it's an anime, and I'm well. It's I don't think it's an anime. It's more. It, it's style. in the style of the comics, which I don't mind because yeah, I, I don't actually dislike the look of it. And I'll I will I was gonna watch it anyway because I like. It, I think, maybe. Yeah, there's just a lot of I enjoy the video game references because I'm a nerd who enjoys video game references. I, I feel like like Shaun of the Dead. There's a ton of zombie references that I'm sure if you're a bigger zombie fan, you love them all. Same with Hot Fuzz and the cop. References like police film references, where he's drinking a uh, fucking cranberry juice. cranberry juice. But I, I get more out of the video game references because it's like, oh, I know that. You know, I'm more familiar yeah. with that. So some of the reference. video game references are more, are slightly more lost than me. Yeah, well, you don't play video games, yeah, so it makes sense. Yeah. You know, there's the all the color sort of, you know, Ramona changing her hair. At, at I, I really like the little detail that um, Edgar Wright directed them to blink as little as possible. Make it mm. more like it's a comic book or something. The the end. I don't know. I've, so neither of you have read the um the comic or the or graphic novel, whatever, 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 whatever the preferred no, term is. Um, apparently the ending is very different between like the film and the comic, from what I've gathered. Ooh. Apparently, there's like an ending. He doesn't get together with Ra he gets together with Ramona at the end of the film, right? I'm not misremembering that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think the comic. I think the comic ends with Scott being like alone, but not because like he. I think he like sort of. It's like he has like growth and he realizes ah oh, maybe it wasn't that great. I think I. I don't know if this was the, the film they had like a different. There's like an ending where he doesn't end up with anyone at the end, but that's just more because he's like aware of that, which I kind of prefer. I think this is a ten. I but th that's more for me. Of it's more for me out of personal connection. Like, I, I, I mean, I have to. I'll rewatch both, but maybe I do think Scott Pilgrim's better, but not by much. Like, I mean, for, for me, Scott Pilgrim's a nine, and I mean, I'll, I'll say about half a point of that is uh, entirely down to breadmark too fat. <laughs> I, I do love the bit where the where the vegan police come in and he's like, Milk and vegan? <laughs> So good. It's such a... Oh, and yeah, that's like the base vegan, battle. But now you will be gone. The editing's gone. great. The, the, I just think yeah. it's all... The, I mean, as with everything great. that Ed Wright does, there's so much energy to it. It's... Yeah. I think vis like the visual effects actually hold up remarkably yeah, well. Yeah, no, I, I think so. And... Which actually we didn't touch on. I think the makeup in Shaun of the Dead also looks really great. Oh, yeah. Actually, well, for, really for the low budget it's on looks great, and and the like wounds and stuff where people get bitten, and tearing right. David apart. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great yeah, moment. And then like, and Lucy Davis just goes fucking mental. I, th I I think Scott Pilgrim it, it is weaker. I think it it doesn't it doesn't have the character like because I think what makes Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz work is the characters. It like the characters for me on a level of like 
I'm genuinely invested in the character journeys and what's going to happen to them. Whereas Scott Pilgrim, I'm like, oh, cool, fight secret. You know, it's more of a superficial, like, oh, it's I, it's yeah. more of a, like, the characters are all right. For what it is, I think it's a 10. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I won't dissent your 10 out of 10, Harry. I give it a 9. Yeah, I mean, I don't have it. I, I, I'll rewatch it for next week, so I might have some more thoughts then, but I just think, like, no, it's, it's a really great film. I do love it. I, I just think after how great Shaun of the Dead is and how great Hot Fuzz yeah. is, this is like a step down. And I feel like that that may be a continuing pattern I into next like week's could, episode. It could be a nine, right? It very well could be a nine for, and I understand a nine. I just think for personal experience, it's a ten for me. Whereas, like, understand if other people. Mm don't this isn't the first film that they watched this didn't help shape them growing up that it would this didn't help shape their like sense of humor or anything that it probably would have been more of a nine and i even get an eight like in some so this point, is this so is can... this is a nostalgia this is this is a somewhat of a nostalgic film for you then and that's yeah, sort of affecting yeah, you not just nostalgia that's it's influencing just, your it, opinion. it's just i've always really loved it i i, I can't explain it in a reason, uh, there, there, there's just a charm it has which resonates with me. That's why it's a ten. But like that, that from an actual critiquing point, it's a nine. I mean, I, I give it a nine. Like I, like, okay. I, I do um, think it's a great film, but it's this is one of those things where it's like I sound down on it because I'm like I know Edgar Wright is capable of better. And, and I'm saying this, like, good, it's a 9 out of 10 film, but it's like, I know Edgar Wright is capable of... T- it's, da- it's how I am with, like, David Fincher, right? I'm aware David Fincher is capable of 10 out of 10 material. And, I mean, he hasn't really been able to do that. Like, and I like, you know, David Fincher's films, you know, but, like, I mean, Gone Girl is... I, I I really like Gone Girl, but it's like, this is not as good as it could be, and Mank was like... That's just how I am, though, and and, and this this theme will continue into next week, and I'm going to be a bit less positive mm. next week. I mean, I think we've pretty much said all we wanted to say. I certainly have. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. So, you all good, Harry? Oh, yeah, no, I'm sweat. All right, cool. So, I'll thank you for joining <laughs> for this week this week's episode i hope you enjoyed uh next week we're gonna wrap up this whole retrospective of a great uh i don't even know when his next film's coming out but to be fair they can't really make films right now i don't know what it is um, uh, we don't even know what it is he's got like eight films listed on his imdb I I heard something about a film about emma stone kidnapping people <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I mean, because, like, I'm just thinking, like, Baby Driver 2. I don't see that oh, happening. Yeah, doesn't do Baby Driver 2. I don't want that. Toddler Driver. I mean... <laughs> Toddler Driver. <laughs> and then child Driver. Teenage Driver. It's like his new Cornetto trilogy, but with drivers. In, with, infancy uh, drivers. With a collaboration yeah, of Illumination in, Studios, the boss Baby Driver. <laughs> God, don't. You, don't or or don't. we replace, since he's a bit problematic now, we replace Ansel Elgort with a, with a talking pig who wants to be a sheepdog, and we'll call it the Babe Driver. <laughs> Alright, does that wrap us up? That's <laughs> such a shitty joke. So, and yeah. on that fucking awful joke. Oh, on that um, disappointing uh, note. Listen, uh, to the previous ones um, and then look for because I've got some good stuff planned some big retrospectives coming um, over the next few weeks 
next few months, in fact, heading out till the end of the year. So I hope you all enjoyed this one, and I'll see you all in the next one. Goodbye. <laughs>